today. Meet your new best pals. We'll talk about everything from baseball to the bard and what we think is the most worthy use of time travel. Get a drink and take a seat. You're in the back room. On the boats and on the planes, they're coming to America. Got a dream, says I'm Something about America. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Backroom Show. It's your old pal Gary Williams with me. As always, that is former child model Matthew Ferranda. Yeah. Yeah. Do you like the Neil Diamond? Oh, I love Neil Diamond. Yeah, he's pretty great, yeah. right? Yeah. Hello, my friends. Hello. I just called. Okay, hold on though. Question. Yes. The jazz singer. Yeah. Thoughts. We just talked about that, right? Um, it was okay. I mean, how the hell? Do you replace Al Jolson, right? Well, well, and somebody, okay, a couple of things about that. What an <laughs> odd topic to jump off. The jazz singer from like 79? Somewhere around eight, there, yeah. Someone said, hey, Lawrence Olivier, haven't seen you for a while. You want to play an old angry Jewish dad? Yeah, I think I do. Actually, that sounds pretty cool. And then they got, you know, the love interest was. Who was the love interest? Lucy Arnaz. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, Yes. Yes. I don't know. I can't name one thing before or after, but, you know, other than being the product of a Hollywood couple, like you. Yeah. Yeah. Wasn't your, your dad was, uh, was uh, Matt Houston, right? And my mother was Trigger. <laughs> Wait, what? The horse? Yep. Oh. So your mom walked into a bar and they said, hey. Get, don't shit on the floor. Don't get out of here, you horse. That's so mean. Anyway, I guess this might be our first official, unofficial episode. We've taped some other stuff, but um, the idea is, it's for a while anyway, it's going to start out me and, uh, again, former child model Matthew Ferranda and uh, a rotating uh, wheel of guests, I guess. We don't actually have a guest today because, hey, this is just get to know your new pals. Yeah. Hi. Hi, everybody. Hey. Hey. Did you get your hair done? That looks good. Yeah, seriously. The diet's working, looking good. Mm. No, no, not you. You. Anyway, so here we are, uh, Backroom Studios in an un- Un- undisclosed, un- oh, yes, undisclosed location. <laughs> undisclosed location. From we a bunker that. many many miles under the earth. Somewhere in southeastern Pennsylvania. Good luck, stalkers! <laughs> no, seriously, good luck. No, seriously, good luck. I, I, yeah, I, I really, I'll take the attention. I'll take the, uh, you know. Animal heads on the porch. And whatever. Yeah. Well, no, the uh, publicity. Oh, that. Oh. Dumb. Yeah, duh. <laughs> Either that. Who would you rather have, publicity or animal heads on your porch? <laughs> what kind of animals are these? Yeah, are these rare? Is it a like rhino? A, like a pangolin, perhaps? That, or what? A pangolin. It's like a giant uh, that is armadillo. N- no. They're adorable. No, They're no, huge. No, 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 no. We're not going to start off this brand new show, this brand new network, with one of your filthy Italian lies. <laughs> Okay, what in the hell is that animal? A, a pangolin. It is. It, it looks like a giant armadillo. Okay. 
Um, it has scales. It is really adorable. Where um, is it native to? Um, Pangolin City. Peng, take me down to a <laughs> Pangolin City. That's right. Animals are I weird. Th- and I, I don't know. Uh, Newark <laughs> or hey, Switzerland. Wait, I don't one? know. Which, <laughs> one? Right, which one? Which one? I don't know. I, that doesn't sound like... I guess there'll be some sort of show notes page eventually. Yes, for stuff, that will take you to... And we will put up a pangolin? <laughs> yes, a picture of a pangolin really at the Newark Airport. So, exactly. Try to catch a flight out of town, <laughs> but there's a delay due to fog. Yes, yeah, of course. That, doesn't, that sounds like one of those... Um, uh, like a liger. Mm-hmm. Like you took a penguin and a... Well, a liger. <laughs> Say go. it again. A pangolin. Pangolin. Is that seriously? Is that That's real? a real thing. It sounds like some sort of, I don't know, like a writing apparatus. Mm. Has anyone seen my pangolin? Or like some app that yeah. you, you download but never use. Genius. Yeah. Oh, you know what? I think I have pangolin. I, I added it. I don't know. I never use it. I never use it. Nah, I, use the, I use the other one. Yeah. Yeah. What would that be, Matt? Name the other one. Um, Come on, Mr. Improv. Let's go. Oh, good. Yes, and. <laughs> yes, and. Yes, and. Yes, and. Uh, so, anyway, so how was your drive over here? It was fine. I mean, uh, it's raining today. It very is raining rain, today. Very wet. I, I don't mind that so much. Um, mm-hmm. Why? Because it, it. I could see you being like an owner rider in Beetlejuice. Like oh. your life is one big dark room. Yeah, kind of. Like, uh, like Wednesday. I am. I am completely alone. And then I cross it out and I say, I am utterly alone. I'm utterly alone. <laughs> I have great, big, lovely udders. Man, man, this is your conscience. <laughs> now I know you're lying because I don't have one. Man, hey, Anthony Bourdain had a lot going for him. And, yeah. Well, so you're a budgy guy wearing a Mike Schmidt jersey. <laughs> so you're saying I should kill myself? or Immediately. <laughs> I'll tell you what. I'm kidding. No, no, no. Um, Suicide, I, not funny. I um, yeah, Kind of funny. Yeah, kind of funny. Um, I don't ever get upset by the death of celebrities. It just doesn't bother me. But this one really got, in fact, I, I, I will admit I cried a little bit when I heard, um, I have immense respect for the man. Um, and, and you do think about like, man, this dude was at the top of his game. And yeah, I, um, I wasn't a regular fan, but I definitely would catch the show on, on Sunday nights. And he was a pretty cool ass dude, yeah. and and being yeah, someone I who I mean I I uh, managed restaurants for years, and um, just the respect he had for the industry, for culture, and just the fact that he was just a fucking badass. Um, he was someone I really respected and looked up to, and and it really got to me when when the news came out. Yeah, I do hear you about that. Like all due respect, Miss um, Spade. Mm. The designer, I okay. right. I, it's apparently she made overpriced handbags or something. I don't know. Eh. But my favorite thing, not favorite, but something interesting about Anthony Bourdain is that he is well publicized. He was a heroin, former heroin addict, and I knew he got clean. But in my mind, I always thought clean meant clean and clean. Guy still smoked pot, still drank like he was last day on earth. I didn't think, I thought, I mean, I don't know, I was always the impression that you have to quit everything, but I guess not, you know. Well, I mean, as long as you're not doing heroin, that's probably a good step. Well, I don't know. Is it though? I mean, go hard or go home, I say. 
I don't mean that slippery slope horseshit gateway no, drug stupid. shit. I mean, I mean, like you figure if you do heroin, I don't know. I just don't see. I, I, w- I would think that would be the kind of thing that if you go so far out that you have to keep it on the level all the time. Now, but, but then let me ask you, because you smoke cigarettes for many years, 25 years and and not like a casual habit. Yeah. Like Pack that, a day. you did it like it I wasn't was that your like you know, that girl that's like, I only smoke at the bar. Right. Yeah. No, I know all the time. Yeah. And so what? When you stopped smoking, right? How hard was that for you to do? I got to tell you, that's funny you asked that because it was kind of easy, and I'll explain why. We were planning on quitting, Denise and I, um, right around my birthday, mid-April. The day, a couple days before, seven, six days, whatever, my gallbladder decided to explode inside my body. I went in emergency room, stayed overnight. The next day, they did the removal surgery. They botched it. I think I've talked about this. Um, but so, of course, I had to stay in the hospital for at least a week. And it was right over the, I'm going to quit time. So there I was, massive pain, you know, dealing with this, drugged up. And so I recommend everyone a week stay in the hospital on pain pills to quit smoking. And I came out. I tried to have one. It was like literally putting my mouth on a tailpipe. And I haven't touched a cigarette since. Well, well, let me ask you, though. What, but what was the allure of smoking? Like, was the, the sort of buzz you got off it? No. Was it the taste of it? No, or just the habit of it in general? Probably the habit. I mean, I don't... But the thing about a habit is you don't think about it as a habit. You go, I eat a habit, you know. Right. <laughs> no, I don't have enough habits on my I'm going to go bite my toenails. I'll be back. <laughs> Right. I don't masturbate enough. I need to. I need to really up those numbers. Those you know, are rookie numbers. There's not enough stuff going into my dick hole. <laughs> Maybe a lit match. Ooh. I don't know. Nice pick. You've been up to some kinky shit exactly. over there, buddy. Whatever it takes. Um, I, I. It was just. I love smoking, but I always wanted to want to quit. I want to want to quit. Well, it's so funny you say that. Um, and but that's not that's not ready. What, Wanting wanna, to want to quit is right. is. Two steps removed. You know? One of the most amazing things I ever heard anyone say in my life. Was Gary looks good in those jeans? No, that was the most confusing thing I Damn ever heard it. in my life. Um, one of my friends in college uh, had a pretty severe drinking problem. Right. And not not that, to say that I did not as well. Um, uh, I still kind of do. I was going to say past tense. Um, but anyway. Um, what? We kind of sat him down. We're like, look, man, you really need to deal with this. And he's like, look, I'm not an alcoholic. An alcoholic is someone who wants to stop drinking but can't. I don't want to stop drinking. And I was like, wow, right. that's a solid argument there, bud. Yeah, we talked about, it, it, I guess. I mean, I hear him, ha Yeah. But let's be honest. There, he, he hit a threshold of, this is clearly causing problems in your life. Yes, I mean, that's so it. So you can, you can split hairs and, and do all the semantic dances you want. Um, but, you know, if it's a problem, it's a problem. Yeah. And... Did this guy? Do you still keep in contact with him? Yeah, yeah. And he does great. He, I mean, he's he is um, a touring musician who does that great ba- work. And that man is Dave Matthews. That man is Dave Matthews. Dave Matthews. <laughs> oh. Is he still? Uh, did he? Did he? Did he dial back the? Uh... As far as I know, and and the thing is, like, when you're in college, you tend to indulge in a lot of stuff that you might not otherwise. And anal. Yeah, I did indulge in a lot of anal. <laughs> Did you get to know the guys before that? <laughs> hey, see, because... Hello. Hello. Is this thing on? Just, yeah. Just Jeff. 
Sorry, we just need to talk to Jeff in our booth for a second. Hold on, guys. Jeff, Jeff, Jeff. I need a more high end. High end. Jeff, Um, Jeff, could you turn up the funny on Gary a little bit? Oh, yeah, I'm going to need you to turn the asshole way down on Matt because it's already coming out. It's already at the floor. It is coming out. It is just a mid Jeff. Oh, what? Jeff said in the day? Mark. 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 Oh, there's no one named Mark. There's no one named Mark. Okay. All right. All right. Thank you. Thank you. A little sidebar there. That'll probably make the best of right there, (laughs) right? Right. So, all right. So, what else is going on? Um, going back to what we're talking about, like, yes. I love weed. Like, I like smoking weed. I love weed. weed I do. Weed, weed. Yeah. But two things happened. One, I had a son. Um, and the other was I moved from a state where marijuana was legal. And, like, it was not an issue. It was never a thing where I was like, oh, I should probably still be smoking weed. I really enjoy it. It's, mm-hmm. it's that I got to keep a tiny human alive. Right. And if... I do want to smoke weed. I could potentially get arrested for doing it. Yeah, it's, is, it, there's course, just nothing appealing about either of those things. Which is a whole other discussion about of course, how stupid right. that is. It's, it's Grab that fern, do what you want with it. That one, but that one, not that no. plant. No, no, no. Oh, no, no. So, but I, I don't think I would anymore. Anyway, mm. I don't know because I smoke so much. I'm well, here's day. here's so much pot. My thing, like I like to write a lot, and right. what I do write is is comedy, and it's it's sort of is that what you call that. No. I'm sorry. I'll no. cut that part in. <laughs> no, it's okay. No, it's good. Hey, get, 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 Jeff, keep that part in. Jeff, Jeff. He's not here today. Oh, God damn it, Mark. A, oh, Mark, keep that part in. All right. But anyway, go ahead. Um, For me, when I write, like, I fucking, I hate myself. Like, I just don't do well with my own brain. Right. And that <laughs> weed was, yeah. I hear you, you, on, know, that. I hear you on that. Um, weed was just enough. Oh, by the way, this podcast is brought to you by Soloft. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, Lexa. <laughs> Well, Butrin, right. <laughs> all of them. Keeping the voices Cymbalta. at bay since 19... 19- right. <laughs> right. And mixed with alcohol. Right, exactly. Not recommended, but... But so much fun. So much fun. But it was... Smoking weed was something that got that... Just that unhooked that bit that said, you're not funny, you're not smart, what you're writing is stupid. Right. It just got me to a place where I could just write it down. Right. And not worry about it. And then I would... I'd be straight and, and, and then I'd edit it. Um, but it really did take something to get me out of that space of you aren't funny, you aren't smart, you can't write, no one will give a shit anyway. Right. Which I think that. is the thing that keeps most people from ever doing everyone, anything. Everyone. If there's one, and I'm blaming, I, I'm human, so I have doubts like anybody else, but I made a conscious decision a few years ago to believe in the things that I knew about myself. Like, it sounds like such an Oprah thing. No, no, it's no. True. It's like, I have certain abilities and certain talents. I know I have a certain skill set. I have a certain skill set. I will find you, and I will entertain you. And I will do Ibsen. <laughs> exactly. And I'll do a terrible American accent. <laughs> um, but, so, this has been a labor of fucking love, and a lot of hoping and wishing, and, you know, certain people have been attached to it, and then they went away, and then others came, and da-da-da. But... It came a point where you just go, it doesn't matter. Because, like, we'll record, we've done some, and I, and you guys will leave, and I'll go, I'll listen to it a little bit. I'm like, that was great. And I feel really good about it. And then, you know, the next day, you start going, oh, whatever. You know how, it's, that's how life is. It's called life. But overall, I decided I'm not going to let that, I know that that temporary feeling is just that. It's temporary. But I know overall... This is a good thing, and I got it. No, and and, and I it, and I never let that part ever be over overridden. And it's hard, but it's I, so I, hard because because so, I was just you keep telling yourself that that doubts thing 
And that can be good. That can make you think and find new, I guess, in a way. Like, well, let me try to explore a different way of thinking about it. But overall, knowing that your forward progress is going to be, you know, not interrupted by stupid chemicals in your head is the best gift you can give yourself. But, you know, even beyond that, Amen. Um, you worry about what people will say or what people will think. Right. When I wrote... Um, a play that I, well, it was a, um, well, that's literally what you do. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. This isn't, you know, instructions to put a piece of furniture together. Right. This is like, okay, come see this thing. Right. And let me move you emotionally or read it or whatever. Yeah. When, when I did my play, I, I had worked for about a year and a half in the city of Portland to really get involved with the professional theater community. And I did well. Um, I was well respected. Um, People in Portland just agree. Um, but <laughs> Yo, shout out to Portland. Always. We love you, Portland. I, I will always. Hey, um, email us. I, I worked with... <laughs> email us, Portland. Um, and so I decided I wanted to do essentially my own version of The Muppet Show, where we, I could program whatever I wanted, whatever songs, whatever that, and then we'd have sort of a cast of characters that went through it. We had people to um, fund us, all this kind of stuff. And we were three weeks out, and I lost the biggest portion of my funding and it all went to shit and I had hired some really heavy hitting actors I had a, a band that was um, a union band and all this kind of stuff just really talented people who I super respected and it was the most embarrassing thing I think I ever lived through um, when I had to cancel that when I called the, the dude he's like okay um, we, we can't go back oh sorry pardon me when I called the, the theater manager I gotcha. when I called the theater manager he's, he said okay we're going to cancel it but that's that like, we can't go back on this. You can't uncancel. Yeah, you can't uncancel. And within 10 minutes, people were calling me because their tickets had been refunded. And it was right. devastating. Right. And this yeah. idea ate my brain. And I decided at some point I had to do this. Mm-hmm. And people made fun of me all the time for just mm-hmm. talking about this all the time. But it was something that ate my brain. And so if anyone out there wants to do anything, you want to make your own podcast? Get your fucking phone and just record whatever the fuck you want to do because life is too goddamn short. Enjoy what you're doing and just fuck anybody. No, like people are gonna hate it. Like, oh, yeah. oh they will hate you for oh. for trying something different. My beautiful mustache. Gary makes fun of it all the time. Oh, it's so good though. It's great. You know why? Because I don't have it. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. why. It's true. It's so hacky and so corny. And Nike figured this out years ago. But just do it. Just. Fucking yeah, but what about the no? Uh, I, yeah, but uh, whatever. Right. The point is, do something. Yeah, and there's people here. I got, I'm not gonna name names, but there are people that we know that do the things we do that make fun of people for doing things because unquestionably because they know there's a wall for them. But who gives a fuck? Because here's the, the other point. thing too. Fuck them. But here's the you're gonna fall on your ass. You're gonna do it. Right. Like, it's going to happen, yeah. and that's all part of it. And that's so much easier said yeah. than done, because it's scary as shit, because you are putting yourself out there. Yeah. Like, you are really exposing a deep... Any actor can tell you this, too. Like, if you want to be a good actor, you're going to be an idiot. Like, you will look like an idiot in times. Yeah. Uh, but that's all part of it. Um, you want to write something. You want to create something. Someone will tell you why it's bad, and yeah. they will be happy to do so. Yeah. And they will tell, like, as, as though they are their own thoughts, or that's what makes them smart, mm-hmm. that they can say, well, this is why this thing is not great. Or, or this, is, this is what this person was doing. Fuck you. You don't know. Shut the mm-hmm. fuck up. Um, and I, I always think of that quote from, from Teddy Roosevelt where he talks about the man in the arena. But he said, um, Al, I just got shot. 
Actually, I don't think he said that. Um, I think he, he did get shot, didn't he? He did. He, he got shot in the speech. chest and then did a two-hour speech it's after that. Man, it's a fucking man right there. Yeah, he was pretty nuts. Yeah. Um, but he talks yeah. about how everyone can talk about this man in the arena who is covered in blood and dirt, but he is the one making the difference. He is the one trying something, so you fuck you. Yeah. You can sit in your seat and be passive about it. Or you can go do something with your life, you dumb assholes. Well, I don't want to bleed for people. Anybody listening, I don't like you that much. This is not that kind of thing. <laughs> I like you as a friend. I'm not going to bleed for you, though. The Backroom Network Podcast, That's we right. like you as a friend. We like you to a point. To a point. <laughs> to a point. Um, but yeah, so exactly. So just anybody out there, whatever you're on the fence about. Or maybe it's making fences. I don't know. Go make that fence. Or you want to direct, you know, August Wilson's fences. Go direct that fucking Go play. Direct that fucking play, man. And it's you don't. And, and the thing is, don't worry about that. Fucking Denzel Washington was in it, and huh? don't worry about the fact that James Earl Jones was in it. Go huh? do your fucking fences. Do your unless you're a white guy, then just yeah. Stay then away. don't stay do away. that. Stay away. Don't do that. Stay away. There was an all white version of Raisin in the Sun that really happened. Ha ha. No, that really happened. No, no come on. It Stop. really happened. Uh, there's there's a whole episode of Stranger Candies. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh my god. Um, that really happened. That, um, that, I, wow. And I after give, that happened, I give you nineteen reasons why that's <laughs> fucked up. Right? And after that happened, what the fuck? Um, what there the was fuck? there was a proviso put into the contracts for Porgy and Bess, right? That you cannot do it with a white cast. Yes, there. I have seen other shows. Um, Edward Albee. Didn't want that, you know. People want to gender swap. Oh, we'll do it all like a sure. like a the zoo story. It's two guys, right? Like, and I think specifically, it's like, no, no, you can't have two women, or you can't have, you know. He didn't like the idea. He, I think it was him, had these uh, provisions that you could not mess with the genders, which I kind of agree. But it's all it's the interesting. Um, it's well, kinda, you whatever. see it in Shakespeare a lot, yeah. um, but then again, you got to do whatever it's, you can to make Shakespeare interesting. Yeah, it's um, kind of. That way, though, well, of course, of, because it was all men playing it yeah. anyway. And let's be honest, I know you love Shakespeare, but I think he would. He's, I don't know, it's a lot of Ken Ludwig Farsi stuff. Listen, put on this hat, yeah, and pretend sure. you're this guy, and they won't recognize you. It's like, eh, but I guess it's a little deeper than that. Yeah. <laughs> Not really. I mean, that's basically the plot of Hamlet right a, there. A lot, a lot a lot of like, like, but take this potion and they'll think you're asleep, but really you'll be dead or that's switch just, that. That's just the one. That's, that's just the one well, show. That's one too many. Yeah, that is true. I think he would might soap operas or I, I, I really think if Shakespeare like popped into the 21st century and he saw the state of his, I'm sure he'd be thrilled that he is considered the greatest writer of all time. Yes. However, when someone's hey, like, yeah, Francis Bacon, right, there you go. Um, when someone is like, oh, we love to be or not to be, he's like, what the fuck? Really? That's what you took from my work? God damn it. Well, Let me just punch the table. Oh, ouch, ouch. Well, what do you think he would... What do you think he would want to come back and go, oh, cool, they're still... They like that. That, sure. Uh, what What do I think? Yeah, what do you think? Because um, let's be honest. I gotta know. I don't know. I, I think he would want the, the few original plays that he wrote, like The Tempest or um, Midsummer Night's Dream... That's where I think he would be most interested in. How do you think he would feel about the porn parodies? Oh, I think he'd be way into it. He'd be way <laughs> like, into it. Jamlet. <laughs> Jamlet. I made someone nice cream. <laughs> Two gentlemen and one cup of Verona. Oh. <laughs> Clip that out. There's, there's your, your commercial there for the show. Boom. 
There it is. We're taking five. Okay. I thought you were getting to that. Oh, no. I don't know. Whatever. No, let's just keep going. Let's man. keep going. Well, we're talking about St. Bert. Oh, Bert Blylevin. Yes. The patron saint. Yes. The, uh, the finally inducted into the Hall of Fame after. Was he veterans committeed in? Let's, let me do a he little. He may have been. So me, for those of you who you don't talk know. talk while I Google it. Go Google. Oh, no. I got it. Oh, no. He didn't actually. He got in finally on his 14th ballot. Shut up. Yes, he retired. So, so hold on. For those who may not know a whole lot about yes, baseball, let's you. talk about why that's a big deal. Bert Blylevin, first of all, yes, that's his name. Born in the Netherlands, I believe. Yes, very Dutch. <laughs> very very Dutch. Dutch. Very, he is. Netherlands. Um, a great, great pitcher. Mm-hmm. A good pitcher. Very good pitcher. Journeyman um, pitcher. Yes. Is he somebody who even the most casual baseball fan would probably go, boom. That's get, get that guy a plaque. He's going in. Eh. Eh. Anyway, Burp Lyle 11. Great yeah, picture. Burp but Burp Lyle 11 okay. got in on the 14th. 14th ballot. Now, did Burp Lyle 11 get better? He officially was done baseball in 92. He didn't get elected till 2011. Last time I checked, he probably didn't throw a single pitch However, the entire time. I'm thinking that he might have held off to then because Burt Blylevin uh-huh. 2011. Oh my god, I never even saw it coming. Genius. Right? So they, they came to him, the, the Hall of Fame was like, listen, you can go in anytime, anytime. you want. Doors open, Do you buddy. have a choice? Doors open. How about 2006? Want to go 2006? Um, maybe. 2007 is close. It's know? getting there. So I'll tell you what. Top of your head, when do you want to go in? All right, this is going to sound crazy, okay? Okay, I'm listening. All right, we'll all hear right. you out. So, okay. Okay. I'm thinking 2011. Oh, I'm, I don't know. Bird, that's a... Oh, I get it. <laughs> Bravo! <laughs> Hats <laughs> off to you, sir. <laughs> well played, Purple Eleven. Well played. The man who wore the I heart to fart that's shirt. That's right, which will be on our show notes page. And by the way, yes. it doesn't, like, have a heart. I believe it actually says I heart to fart. Yes, it's, no, Maybe not. No, it, no, might, it, it might be a heart. It does have the heart. No, I, I just okay. looked at it recently, yeah. But still, I, I assume, right in the locker room? Oh, of course. The heart, of course. You know why? It was a different time back then. I think, I think you no, could still see. You have a calendar. Well, true. You have a calendar. It was a different Thank time. You. Yeah, <laughs> come on. Yeah. Um, that wasn't Yeah, but, but my thing is, I, I can't stand people like, I hate sports. Like, if any sort of sport conversation starts, not even necessarily like – those really like savant sport fans. Right. Any sport conversation. I don't do sports. Okay, right. great. Then maybe not talk for a minute. Yeah. Like we talk about all the things. You're right. You and know. then they get like, oh, I guess I'm not in this conversation. Right. Yeah. You know, I guess you're not. Yeah, I guess not. I guess for a not. moment. Yeah. Like we'll go back to Ibsen in a second. Yeah, exactly. Just shut the or, fuck or up. Whatever. When you're talking about your alternative weird music that like three people listen to and I'm fucking glazed over, you know, and like it's a goddamn zombie. Fine, it's man. fine. Go it is talk about fine. it. fine. Um, I just, I, grr, it gets me so mad. Yeah, grr. Wow, grr. You can see he's 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 pulling his shirt off right now. Are you hawking out? Mumba. He's hawking a little bit. Mumba. Mumba. Hey, babe. Yeah, like you said, no, just do what you want to do. Be if you whatever. Hey, man, there's a really cool stamp collection convention coming up. Have at it. You, Absolutely. You creep. You fucking. <laughs> you fucking philatelist. <laughs> is that what it is? Yeah. 
Uh, no, I wish I didn't like them on this. <laughs> Philanalyst. Oh, yeah. And that's, oh, that was something like, else, yeah. So, that so, was different. Oh, yeah. They really like licking the young steps. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Hey, hey, I don't, this stamp has hair on it. I don't but want it. But that goes back to what we were talking about earlier. But that goes back to what we were talking about earlier. Burt Blylevin? Burt Blylevin. Well, we are always. Uh, everything I talk about, Burt Blylevin is always right on the surface. What would Burt do? Sure. Yeah, what would Burt Of course. I have the WWBD, you know. Of course, yeah. Um, but, but that thing of, if you enjoy it, go do it. Someone's going to make fun of you for it. Of course. It's going to happen. Dude, people LARP. Of course, but you know. It's like, whatever, whatever works for you, man. You want to do Renaissance fairs? You want to go to fucking stamp collection shows? You want to go to coin collector shows? Whatever it is, that's that thing that makes the fucking nightmare that is reality <laughs> just slightly more tolerable. Welcome to Inside Matt's Head. I'm telling you, it yeah. really is, man. Like, go do that thing. Yeah. As long as you're not hurt, like, as long as you're not like, I'd, I really like to look at boys touch each other's butts. Right. No. Well, that's football. Right, exactly. That's that's very true. Um, but whatever that thing is that makes your life a little bit more happy, go do that thing yeah. today. Huh. Welcome to the Backroom Network. Backroom Network. Boom. A little addendum to that. Don't feel the need to tell everybody about it all the time. Right. There's a guy from my hometown. He, he likes the Cowboys. By the way, you're not allowed to like a team... From someplace other than where you're from. That's a fucking rule. I'm sorry. Yeah, here's the thing. If you can't go down on a day trip to go see the team play at their stadium, it's not your team. It's not the team. I know you're allowed to, you can't, but it's dumb. You grew up in the heart of, you know, Pennsylvania. Why are you rooting for a team from Dallas, Texas? Why? But anyway, this guy, he's a Cowboys fan. And all he does all year round, middle of summer, Posting some Calvin with a fucking Cowboys jersey pissing on the Eagles. Some it's like, dude, can you rest for a few months? Can you let it go? Fine. During football season, put all the Eagles suck. Dallas is great stuff you want. It's fucking June, dude. Give it a rest. But every other post is like, Dallas is great. Eagles suck. You finally got your first trophy. We got fucking five in the whatever. Kiss a shit. Fuck. Get something else. Thank you. But let me ask you a question. When it comes to sports um, fandom, yeah, they're the worst. Well, I hate sports. Yeah, I no, like sports. True. I do not like sports fans. Yeah, no, they're awful. Collectively, they're usually a bunch of douchebags. There is a whole separate podcast, literally about Philadelphia sports fans and how absolutely terrible they are. The, the fans that threw um, snowballs. At Santa Claus. Ah, a couple bad apples. Come on. <laughs> the guys who threw up on a little girl on her birthday. Hey, maybe it'll be there next time. Hey, fair enough, right? Maybe it'll be in a duty cop. Know. What? Yeah. Come on. Uh, and just how absolutely horrible they are. And the thing is, like, you don't play this game. You aren't on that field. And I, I have to say, it does drive me a little crazy when I hear sports fans say, well, what we got to do is this. Yes. You weren't on the field. Oh, man. We squeaked it out today, didn't we, huh? No. No, you were sitting on the couch drinking Milwaukee's best. That's it. Yeah. You were in the back room of a bar. Yeah. Back room, back room. Back room network. Um, Yelling at the screen (laughs) incoherently as you were drunk. You didn't have anything to do with that win. Now, I understand you buy into that. You you want to be part of that fandom and, and, and feel that you somehow own those wins I, and losses. I, I will say, though, I did help the Phillies win in 08. I, I know I did. Come on. You can't deny me that. The way I was cheering and 
Anyway, that's all good. But but you're right. Normally, it doesn't work. Right. And I do have to say, my enjoyment of sports comes from the fact that it ultimately doesn't matter if the Phillies win every game from now on, mm-hmm. or they lose everyone from like my life is not changed. Right. Um, now, of course, I want them to win because I like that team and right. I like those people. But if they don't, it's okay. Yeah. Yeah, you root for the laundry, you boys say. The name on the, name on the front, not the That's name on the back. Because yep. they come and go. And they're not from there, of course. Imagine, that'd be interesting, right? You can only feel the team of people from that area. That I'm would pretty be sure, hard. like, California and Florida teams would just destroy everybody. I don't know. New York might do okay, too. But they don't play all year, maybe. I guess. Dominicans, we're looking at you. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we're not, we're not racist on the back. No, of the we're not. We love everybody. You kidding me? But but Dominicans, if you could come to the Philadelphia area, that would be great. Yeah, that'd be great. Thank you so much. Oh, we got a few. Um, but yeah, no. So I, I, and again, I I think I like sports. I love sports. It's the goddamn fans. I'm not picking on Philadelphia fans, but in general, I mean, look, a couple years ago, was it? I forget if it was a Dodgers fan at a Giants game or right, reverse, shot but they him, beat yeah. the, no, no, beat the shit out of the guy and like put him in a coma, mm-hmm. I think something like that. So it's like, well, hello. Right. So it's not just, but like, they, are we, they're are the are fan we base. We're most scumbag. Yeah, no. <laughs> ah, come on. Come on. But, uh, I mean, there's fucking Toronto fans. Look, <laughs> uh, what else want to talk about things? Ugh. Oh, actually I have one that I want to talk to you please. about. Oh, please. I do. All right. So, this mustaches? It's never mustaches. Those of you that can't see, Matt is uh, throwing his uh, sarsaparilla salesman mustache. <laughs> That's around. right. That's right. Um, so one of the conversations that you and I have had on multiple occasions over the years. Yes. We have talked about. I did a new table. This is creaky. It is creaky, and well, you keep slapping the table and moving things. That's you creepy. doing it, actually. Yeah. That's why I well, said yeah. it. But you keep moving. I don't mean to. Everything. Uh, you move my heart and my bells. Wow. Can I push in your stool for you? I said that to my wife earlier. <laughs> she said no. Hey, of course. Um, all right, go ahead. Yeah, something we talk about. All right, so so we've talked about different playwrights we like. Yes. And so your favorite is? Eugene O'Neill. Yes. And so no question. we have talked about on more than one occasion that he is the best playwright that exists. And you have to always me. kind of said the thing like there always has to be someone who's the best and that's it and he's the best i said that you have yes no, on more than one occasion what? that wasn't me no it was you because i don't know <laughs> anyone else that calls uh, him the best player of all time uh oh, anybody with taste there you go yeah. um but, Jason but Robards? when when i was in college i used to hear all the time like mozart is the best composer i went i went to music school by the way uh mozart is the best or beethoven is the best i'm always always like off to the best, and let's stop making new shit. I like the Mambo Number Five guy. That guy's pretty good. <laughs> but no, like people always talk about the Beatles, best rock band of all time. Hell no, by the way. Well, fair enough. Right. But like, if you really think that that's, then we quantify them as the best because they sold the most, so they did this. Well, then exactly. They just they, don't that, move on. Then that means McDonald's has the best burgers, right? I bet you no one would say that. No one would say. But that. they sell a fuckload of burgers, don't they? So yeah, exactly. I don't know. Like I, I if really... I said that thing about the best. Oh yes, I didn't. By the way, but whatever. no, you did. I didn't. But well, then I, I don't literally mean like everyone else is garbage and shouldn't try. Like Purple Eye Eleven was the best uh, Dutch baseball player that I ever fucking knew. He's pretty good. He's pretty amazing. He's pretty good. Uh, well, of course, there was always uh, uh, Doc Wooden Shoes Johnson. <laughs> 
But he didn't play very long, so. But there's always going to be someone who finds that thing, and it's their favorite thing. The Backroom Podcast, for example. Boom. There well, will be someone who, for taste. whom. Yeah, exactly. They have good taste. They clearly have great taste, yeah. Well, you got to be honest. There are times when you're talking to somebody about, let's say, TV shows. Like, oh, yeah, you know, I, I like comedies. They're pretty old. And they're like, I know, right? I really enjoyed. And then you can just see their mouth forming, like, Big Bang Theory. And you're like, ah. Oh. And depending I on who it is, so much. you either just go like, oh, yeah, great, huh? Mm-hmm. Or you go, do ya? Yeah. Yes, I am using that as an example because I have seen it a little bit, enough to know that it's shit. I want to punch my TV. Oh my fucking god! I I literally want to punch a hole through my TV when it's on my TV. That I think might be some sort of worthy objective for the invention of time travel. Not Hitler. Not saving people from a gigantic flood or something or disaster. No, stopping the Big Bang Theory from ever happening. And I mean the actual event. Right. Billions of years ago. To keep that show from starting. To keep the show from starting, we actually just don't let the universe begin. Fuck you, Jim Parsons. (laughs) That's it. You suck. Exactly. I I will happily end my existence so your show doesn't get on the fucking air, you piece of shit. I will wipe out everyone I've ever loved or cared about in the blink of an eye just so that piece of garbage can't come to air. Matt Ferranda, you understand me. I get it. It's I get garbage. It. So when people like think, oh my God, and they're so passionate about it. Like, oh, I really like this thing, and you so don't like that thing. You're like, oh, I don't know if we could be friends. Yeah, maybe. no, I agree. I totally agree. I don't know, man. Because uh, it speaks to who you are as a person. And and again, like people who are listening to this will be like, well, didn't you just get done saying if you like something, just like it? That's sure. fine. But I'm not telling said, you you can't like it. Yes. But I don't know if I can like you. I can also judge you. Exactly. Right. I, we said that too. Yeah. I'm going to bust your balls about it. Right. Hey, how about it? It's great. But yeah, I don't know. Like what you like, I guess. But on, well, you're you know. one of those, oh, I like to read. Oh, I do yeah. like to read. Oh, I do. Yeah. do. Oh, nerd. Like, yeah, I am kind Reading's of a nerd. for asshole. Yeah, being smart's for stupid yeah, people. It is for stupid people. Thank you. I don't know. Like, it, my non-readers out there, don't email us. Don't go near a typewriter at all. A typewriter keyboard. Right. Don't go near a keyboard. Don't, don't, don't go near a typewriter. Jam it into your computer, hoping that an email somehow <laughs> gets right. to us. Take your quill and jam it in your ear. No. Reading's dumb. I, oh, I hate reading. No, I'm kidding. It's okay. It's, no, you don't read, though. And it's okay. Like, I don't I have read, a problem with I that. I read uh, nonfiction. My uh, thing is, I... I People who fetishize reading as though that's the only thing an intellectual does. Yes. That, to me, is kind of offensive. And and yeah. if you're listening to this and you're getting offended, you are one of those people. Yeah, you're a problem. Yeah. yeah. I, I do believe reading is important. I do believe teaching, it's especially. Yeah, it's Yeah, reading is fundamental. <laughs> um, you know, getting young people to read, great. But it's not the end-all, be-all. No. Like, we have other media that you can relate that information. Porno! Porno, for example. Yes. Do you want to go read a porno, you fucking idiot? Yeah. Fuck you. No. Um, but I, I mean, I, I, I can't say that there's not some sort of pride when you look back at, or, or some sort of pretentiousness is probably the better word. Yeah. When he's like, yes, I'm reading Herman Hesse right now. Yes, what? Mm. And you're right, because it, it, people have this, these 
elitist you're talking about. And, and I am certainly, I have been in their vanguard very often. Oh, yeah. Like an hour ago. <laughs> <laughs> but exactly, people want to, they go to this, you know, conclusion that if you're like, say you're not an avid reader, that you're not intellectually curious. And that's just a crock of shit. I don't know. I just like to stare at the walls. That's me. <laughs> like, what's, what, what, hey, wall, what's going on? I don't wall. I don't. I don't wall. So basically, in a nutshell, uh, learning's dumb. Learning is stupid. And if you learned, you're an idiot. You're an idiot. And trust your gut instincts. And always, always make impulsive, black. dangerous decisions. I'm Gary Williams. I'm Matt Ferranda. We'll see you next time in the back room. Hey, you. You're so great. Thanks for listening to The Back Room Show. Be sure to check out Day Drinking Save My Life also on The Back Room Network. And don't forget to like and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Instagram.